Well, I would like to call our meeting to order. Trustee Lawrence? Uh, she is here. Trustee DeVries? I'm here. Oh, exactly. present. Trustee Hernandez will not be joining us today. Trustee Banerjee? Here. Trustee Charland? Here. Trustee Jensen? Here. Trustee Lujanani? Present. Trustee Zorthian? Here. And we have a quorum today. Great. Uh, and I will move into uh, open session for our public comment. And Mr. Rose, you have some comments you would like to make? Yes, thank you. Thank you, President Lawrence and uh, trustees. I just, uh, I came to the Finance Committee meeting, the last one, and and thanked everyone there, but I wanted to come here to the full board and thank everyone for moving forward on the mentor on discharge uh, program and that we're working out the final details of the uh, contract right now. So we're looking forward to reducing rehospitalizations at John George Psychiatric Hospital with that program. We've shown to reduce them over 70% in the past and we're looking at doing as well or better in the future. So uh, thank you again for your support there. And uh, at, the, uh, at the finance committee meeting, um, Mr. Finley offered to purchase 10 tickets to our gala event, which is happening on uh, Make a Difference Day, the uh, 22nd of October. Uh, we're having that in Hayward in the evening, and so I brought the uh, 10 tickets that he promised to purchase here, but I see he's not here <laughs> with the check. So, I'm I'll, sure he'll be here shortly. Okay, so I'll just leave that uh, with him, and thank you again for your support on our programming. And Mr. Rose, I think the rest of the board would also like to thank you for your vigilance and tenacity in working with our, with this very delicate population. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's our, our pleasure. I don't, I don't take credit for it. We have a lot of people I, working on this. I know that, this. but you've been really steadfast in coming here and informing us of your work. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, uh, the first item on our agenda, any more public comment? I don't have a, I don't have any other sheets. Okay, we'll move to the first item on our agenda, and I would like to uh, welcome, formally welcome, uh, Gary Charlin to the board. Uh, I would like to point out that his appearance here is on the shortest agenda that we have had, so that, I don't know if that's a good omen or a bad one, but uh, I do appreciate your attendance. Um, I think you have seen his resume, but for the public record, um, Mr. Charlin is the Executive Vice President, CEO actually, who also is now going to be reporting to two boards. Uh, he has his own board of trustees and is the Chief Officer of the Masonic Homes of California, uh, located in Union City and another in Covina. And so uh, we are pleased to have him. He has a long record. Uh, previous to that, uh, Washington Medical Township Medical Group um, from 2007 to 2013. He has had many, many years of uh, service in the ho hospital hospital care. Um, and so welcome. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, I am going to move to item two. And um, I'm going to turn this over. If you recall, the board had talked um, that we were going to give our committee structure some time to um, see if it were wor if it was working, 
and what we wanted to do to make some modifications and changes. And so um, our uh, attorney here has put together a short brief of the bylaws and the kinds of things that we looked at initially. And so I'd like to run that through. Um, he thought he could hand this to me, but uh, I'm too clever for him. So. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Madam President. So. Uh, what I'll do is I'll just uh, first uh, review the, the changes that occurred, uh, how the bylaws were changed in, uh, in uh, concert with that. Uh, and then I've uh, put together you know, a couple of slides which sort of outline some of the more specific responsibilities of the board. And this information is basically just to sort of inform the discussion about you know, how you might want to proceed with the next steps of all of this. I, I'm not advocating for this, that, or the other. I'm just trying to you know, provide background information for everyone. Um, and then I've also framed some questions that might be useful for your discussion. Uh, but again, there you know you should feel free to to use those or not use those as you please. So if you'll recall, in the uh, fall retreat of 2015, there were a couple of things you know which occurred. Um, this was uh, the uh, the first retreat you know after uh, a couple of uh, members had resigned from the board, and so there were some specific discussions around you know sort of the board processes. Um, and uh, a couple of decisions made. Uh, the first, to reduce the number of trustees from 13 uh, down to nine trustees. Uh, and I think you may recall, you know, uh, Trustee Lawrence, you know, had uh, reviewed uh, the general composition of boards around the state and how the size of this board compared to other boards and some, you know, compelling reasons, you know, why it might be more useful to have a smaller group to work with. Uh, there was a decision to eliminate the governance and human resources committees. Um, and then uh, sort of corresponding to that or in conjunction with that, you know, the plan on using more ad hoc committees to deal with issues that those committees previously dealt with. So, for example, you know, the governance, you know, committee had, you know, been responsible for retreat planning, uh, for uh, working with the uh, CEO evaluation, things along those lines. And the idea was, you know, rather than having a, another committee, another committee, set of committee meetings that those could be done on an ad hoc basis, you know, pulling people from the board. Um, and then... <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and then uh, the uh, one large piece was, you know, the idea that the board itself or the full board should be more engaged in the full discussion r r around quality. And so the idea was to, you know, refocus that committee on medical credentialing, credentialing and policy, which are a couple of the specific responsibilities that it had, and then have the quality discussions as full board items. And so that would have, you know, prompted a change in the name of that committee uh, from what it had previously been. And then uh, there was the establishment of this monthly education meeting, the idea being that it would be um, designed to um, not include business items uh, and that it would focus on particular topics. And you know, I think you may recall that there was a discussion that you all engaged in in terms of what you wanted to be on the agenda for these meetings going forward. So over the course of last fall, we were actually working with the county in a re working group on revising the bylaws. And that discussion of this board at the fall retreat informed the discussion that we had with the county regarding uh, the revision to the bylaws. And so the, the new bylaws were adopted as a result of what that working group did, and, and it confirmed the change in the number of trustees to nine. Uh, recognize a process to incorporate trustee input into the selection of new trustees. Um, it eliminated the governance committee. Uh, the governance committee was specifically identified in the prior set of bylaws. 
the prior set of bylaws did not actually identify a human resources committee. That was actually created under the old board policies and procedures. So that's why uh, the new bylaws only reflected, you know, the elimination of that one uh, committee. Uh, established the Medical Credentialing and Policy Committee in place of the Quality and Professional Services Committee, QPSC, and then added the self-evaluation requirement for the board as a specific item within the bylaws as opposed to the policies and procedures. So, um, so that's what happened. That's where we sort of stand out. And so uh, beginning, you know, with the meetings in January uh, of this past year, we've essentially been operating, you know, under... Um, this structure. So uh, what I did is, you know, uh, like I said, there are some specific things which the board, you know, must spend time doing uh, in addition to the sort of the general, you know, oversight and fiduciary responsibilities that the board has. And so I've tried to outline some of these things here for you because it, you know, it, with the idea that it will help in terms of understanding, you know, what committees you need, what sort of time should be spent with various activities in addition to, you know, the full board. So uh, I just sort of refer to it as generally, you know, the obligation to evaluate the performance of the CEO uh, and then evaluate the performance of the Board of Trustees now that that is actually written to the bylaws. Compliance, um, you know, I have you know, sort of broken that down into sort of two large categories and that, that should, should be compliance and quality. So it's required the implementation of programs to comply with regulatory requirements in the area of uh, quality, patient safety, and service, and compliance, and then evaluate the effectiveness of those uh, compliance monitoring programs and what we're doing in the areas of quality. Uh, finance, uh, approve and monitor a balanced budget, uh, approve contracts of a certain um, uh, limit or uh, level, and that's set forth in the signature authority policy and then ensure an independent audit of the financial statements. And that's an activity which is conducted you know, annually both with the Audit and Compliance Committee and with the full board. Uh, medical staff approve uh, recommendations uh, related to credentialing, uh, privileges and peer review, and then approve the medical staff bylaws. And again, there's other responsibilities, but these are the key ones that must be accomplished on a recurring basis. And then planning, adopt a strategic plan to cover growth, development, and evaluation of operations. Uh, and then one of the new requirements under the new bylaws was the conduct of joint meetings with the Board of Supervisors, uh, three of those each year. So in terms of things that have to get done during the course of the year, these are you know, a couple of the items that we're talking about. So like I said, I had put together you know, a couple of... Uh, or this slide, you know, which just includes, you know, some questions, and I'm not necessarily suggesting that all of these questions need to be answered. There are just some suggestions in terms of your discussion and uh, about, you know, which of the procedures, you know, you think, you know, need to be changed or perhaps going off in a different uh, direction. So at this point, I would turn it back over to you, Trustee Lawrence, to lead that discussion. Thank you. During the, the course of our work, the, the only issue that has consistently resurfaced, and I would like to read to you uh, a comment because uh, Trustee Hernandez couldn't be here. So Maria said, uh, I want to quickly share my apologies for not being able to attend, uh, but I do have one request on the committee structure that we return to the use of a human resource committee. I'm not sure that it needs to be called human resource. It could be called people and culture or community culture. But we do need to have the ability to return to a committee that focuses on staff development, staff, 
staff engagement and staff retention, um, personnel relations, etc. Mm -hmm. So that one, I think that the board, I have heard from many of you about that same thing. Um, so before we move, is that a consensus that we would like to have? And then we can talk about other things, but I wanted, because that is raised so often, is that something that you are all interested in? Yes? I do believe that we should have that. I would just say that I think that's a good idea, but I don't want to lose. One of the, um, the rationale behind having the education focus was that all the board members would get the um, sometimes very detailed information or, or more details about the HR discussions that happened in the HR committee. And so um, while I think it's a good idea to have an HR committee, I just want to make sure that if that happens that information is robustly shared with the rest of the board as intended when we establish the education focus. Um, thank you. Any other comment? Yeah, I, I think the, I believe that the idea behind taking away some of these or doing away with some of these committees were because we thought that they have to be elevated to the level of the full board and that, um, that you know, we were creating a two-tiered board. But there are some things that you really need to dig deeper that we haven't been able to do. Mm -hmm. So with nine months of doing this structure, we see that there are things that in a full business meeting or even in an education meeting we haven't been able to cover it and that's why so we have to balance that of have being able to have a committee that digs a little deeper but making sure that the board is informed of it as well joe any comment no? i think my colleagues are being are hitting the nail on the head okay. I, I i can't think back to anything over the year well let me say this i think the hr committee was very busy when we were in a financial crisis and looking at uh, workforce reduction. Uh, and that, that created a lot of talk at the HR committee that then had to be repeated at the full board. Uh, luckily, we've not been in that situation, but that doesn't mean there aren't still issues that we need to discuss around you know, staff. I, I, I like Trustee Hernandez's thoughts about maybe it's not HR, maybe it's people and community and culture. That, Diversity in the in the system, and, yeah. yeah uh -huh. Succession planning, right. staff development, you know, positive issues, not just, you know, who do we need to cut or how are we going to make right. the budget, but but how do we make the whole system better? You know, the, so I, I, yeah, I think I think that could be good. I can't think of the only other issue I can think of that's been looming for us that's been hard to talk about in a normal business meeting has been the the. Uh, how impacted John George has been with the mental health needs to serve the county. You know, that's the sort of thing that at a committee level you could get into more detail. I can't think of a whole lot of other issues that we've had this year. You know, well, it, it, it strikes me that, um, to your point, that we've had another issue around contracts, around contracting exactly. for services, and that was something that could be actually in the HR or whatever the committee's called. So I can see a real need to if we need, if we had a place like um, this committee that we're discussing, we could have a more or more robust discussion about contracting for services of all kinds. Sure. Gary, do you have any comment? You know, I uh, I'm new, of course, to the whole process, and, and certainly I'm not as familiar with with the HR committee and what its operations and functions were on this board. But but I tend to agree with everything I've heard. That I, I think, especially if you can relate culture. 
uh, and have that as a part of what the committee is charged with. I think you get into a lot of detail with that, and certainly if you've got any HR challenges, that's where it needs to be fully vetted before it comes back to the board. So I can see the use of that type of committee, especially in this structure, in this complicated business. Barry? Um, I don't, I never was on the committee, so I'm actually not clear what it did, but I have, I've, over the past couple of months during closed session discussions and whatever, I've, I've thought a couple of times, gee, I think we ought to have one again. It just has a feeling that there needs to be an in-depth place where those discussions can happen. Um, I, I concur with what you've said. The only caveat that I would offer for your consideration is that issues around the collective bargaining and the bargaining issues seem to me that um, need to come to the full board and in a form that I would say is more robust than we've had in the past. So I have felt a little uncomfortable being able to given yay or nay on any particular issue, particularly in compensation, <clears throat> without understanding what the trade-offs are when one, when one makes those kinds of moves. So that would be the only thing, and maybe uh, the human resources, whatever committee you decide to call it, um, can, can not necessarily involve themselves in the collective bargaining. That would be reserved for the whole board, typically in closed session, because it, it is under the Brown Act allowable. Um, but we would we would then have it, if that's something that we could agree to. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, it won't be exclusive because I'm sure that there will be some issues that come up, but that would be the general. Okay, so let's add that in and um, we'll make it so, Captain Kirk. So, um, okay, we will now establish. So any other, any other thoughts about committee structure? Just, uh, I think... Eliminate, Mike, you said that governance was in our bylaws, and um, uh, not not to, uh, that's interesting. I think we made the right decision removing that committee, and I don't see any need to yeah. bring it back. I just wanted to make Completely that comment. Um, I did want to note we're the three BO, uh, uh, Board of Supervisor joint meetings. It seems like it's been a while. We've offered our we've offered some dates. Um, okay. So I'm not certain it's in our ballpark at this point. Okay, I mean, actually, is that what I say? It's in our court. It, it, I was wondering about that when you we put that in there. I was I thought that was a bit of an optimistic number <laughs> that we can achieve that. We've had two since I've been on the board, or maybe three. Uh, you know, so it's, right. it seems unlikely that we're going to achieve three a year. Well, I will say that the, that the board, the AHS board relations and the county, the, the relationships have improved dramatically, and I think we all, we all recognize that and can certainly give a lot of heads up to, to our CEO for that, no for that growth. Yes, um, but you, you also as a board have responsibility. Okay. The, 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 uh, one more comment. Sure. Uh, I'm the sorry. The last thing I want to say is I, I, I like the education meeting, but I also think we should maybe... Um, carve out the, the right, which I think we've done, to use it for business when necessary, um, in that you know, we, we come together twice a month. If there is an issue looming that you know, really shouldn't wait until the, 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 the business meeting, that maybe the education meeting is an opportunity to have some flexibility, to be more, um, uh, a more... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, Joe, my, my instincts are exactly yeah, the same as yours. Okay. That, that we really, I think, 
the two board meetings and business meetings a month with with maybe that that first meeting having a focus on a particular <coughs> heavy item mm -hmm. might be the solution because yeah. I, it's clear that too many items have come on of business. So yeah. is that something that you guys, I mean, we're meeting already. Sure. Um, I, to that point, I've been, I was thinking about another committee that we had, which was the strategic planning committee or yeah. the strategy committee. And um, it seems like that's another, another, um, Thing, another issue, another uh, another program, or if you if you will, that is something that we all need to be thinking about and talking about constantly. It's um, our strategic planning. Our you mean from the full board or a small well, uh, group? The full board certainly, but uh, around population health, around um, around the the home uh, health home things like that, things that are changing in the county, around the grants that the county's getting, the grants that we're getting, around what we're doing with. Um, with Measure A dollars, et cetera. So, uh, to, I mean, maybe if we thought about the education meeting and, and we structured it more, we said every every quarter we'll have one of the one of the education meetings will be about strategy. One will be about um, contracts. One will be about um, workforce. I don't know. Yeah. You know, if we if we were a, a little more thoughtful about how those education meetings were set up and still doing business and, and passing motions, et cetera. And, going to closed session, but I think that would be helpful rather than establishing a, a strategy committee again, but I, I think that we've missed some of the, the, the talks and discussions and really good information that we had in that committee. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree, and because now the finance committee is doing a lot of the stra strategic planning right. updates come right. through the finance, but those who are not on the right. finance are missing that part of of that, so definitely has now to we come have to the this, full board. Luis has all this capacity to, you know, provide that. <laughs> um, I want to change to a different topic. To can, do can you with. hold off? Because I just want to, Jim, do you have any comments on any of those? I'm sorry your face is not here, and so I, I forget you're there. Okay, the, I Maybe believe in, I, 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 I like your comments. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, with regard to the change of name and focus for QPSC, um, what that also entailed was removing about three and a half pages of language about what QPSC was supposed to be doing. And I think that the medical staff was a little bit alarmed um, that because those were, you know, definitions of responsibilities that we have to monitor as a board. Um, of regulatory and quality and risk and all of those things. And we've talked several times about, okay, well, we'll but we're going to put that, those definitions into a, a procedure man, a manual or a different document. And I'm just hoping we're going to actually do that um, because I think we need to. Definitions of what should be happening in the, I can remember, M MCPC. And, um, and we're still doing some of that in closed session in MCPC. Some of those you were hearing, you know, Sentinel events and so on. However, what we're not doing, I think, to the degree that which I, I think you were hoping is really actually doing the quality discussions in the full board meetings. Mm -hmm. Yes. I agree. Completely I, I, I have to say, yeah, I was, I was going to ask that question. Is, are we talking about quality at the full board level? Now that we're not, now that we've diverted it, and, and I, I feel as if 
maybe yeah. we haven't. And, and I, to, to Trustee Jensen's point about strategic planning and to your point about quality and to mine about education, maybe we need to be more deliberate with those education meetings that you know, we, we picked the subject matter months ago and it was, it was based on a, a list of, of potential topics Then we, mm -hmm. we all voted with the sticky dots, mm -hmm. which is a great way to be um, Collaborative. consensus building and deliberative, mm -hmm. but, but maybe we need to see that, you know, you know, you know once a quarter it's strategic planning, once a quarter it's quality, once a quarter it's contract, something maybe, maybe that's where quality could come back in, you know, yeah. more deliberately for the full right. board. Although, you know, there's a, a kind of a best from the IHI and various other, you know, um, quality organizations, you know, having a quality committee is, is a best practice, but certainly if you don't, then quality kind of has to be like right up there on top mm -hmm. of the agenda because you get distracted by finance and all the other, yeah. you know. I agree. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it seems to me in having had to put together agendas in my own, in my own life, um, my professional life some time ago, um, this goes to you, Del Vecchio. You've heard, you've heard the, the comments from the board. Is this doable? Uh, because I think, in part, it's going to be up to you to make certain that um, this goes through, and certainly the president to help monitor the agenda as it is developed to remind you that these things are to go on. So that whoever takes the next role um, needs to make certain that that's a partnership between you and and the board. So can, is this doable? Are, are our suggestions something that the administration can in fact implement uh, without difficulty? <laughs> the last part was uh, the interesting part. So first I want to say uh, good afternoon. I apologize for being late. I was actually just sitting at the desk working and I thought it was a spy. Then I look up and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. That's the first time that's happened. So my apologies. Uh, and Gary, nice to meet you and have nice you on board. You. Uh, excited to, to work with you. Uh, so to your question, you know, I am sitting here thinking, yeah, you got to kind of like, uh, play with uh, how this would actually uh, shape out. But I think we have time to uh, discuss that, if not today. Uh, um, we've, we've tentatively carved out time in the retreat to kind of bring back to you what this might look like. Uh, bringing, so far, I think if I followed the discussion, you've only concurred with bringing back one committee. And, and while it's just one committee, uh, it seems like the consensus of the board based off the discussion is that you want to keep from the full board perspective the same cadence and frequency with the calendar and just kind of look at uh, what's discussed in those. So we need to look at then how we even put in one more committee, uh, depending on the frequency of that committee, because there is, I mean, we effectively, in some form or another, meet almost every week. Um, uh, so, so just kind of making sure, one, that works for your schedules and calendars, and it's great that we will eventually have two more trustees on board uh, to, to have the full complement of nine, but also then from your calendar, then works with us, because it's not, it's to do with the right fidelity of getting the, um, the uh, the agendas put together in a time timely fashion, all this supporting material, it does become a fair amount of work. Um, uh, so I, I can't really say with full uh, clarity now that it's not doable. I think it is doable. I just want to make sure that we do it with the the proper diligence and quality, uh, so that we can provide to you what you need for your governance responsibilities and what we would need to be able to 
act on some of okay. the recommendations and advice that you give to us. Well, so I think it's just a matter of thinking through how it actually might perfect. play out. So if we could then um, agree, I think we have voiced our, our positions and our opinions, and I, I think we have been pretty consistent mm -hmm. almost all year about this same feeling. So if you could then at the retreat get back to us, mm -hmm. and, um, and Jim, anything that you want to add? I like that too. Okay, so um, I heard him come back. I thought I did. Jim, are you there? Anything? Okay. And so let's put it on the agenda. I, I am here. Sorry, I was on mute. Um, no, I, I don't have anything really to add. I do think um, uh, I agree with some of the comments about um, you know getting quality you know higher up on the agenda. Um, I, I guess the question I always ask in my mind is. Are our patients getting better? And um, I'm not sure I've heard the answer to that recently. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I just haven't heard that answer. So that's my comment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, thanks, Jim. Um, um, I think it's a matter of, of working with the board to one, uh, just kind of work through the logistics of what a sort of a standard calendar would look like. I I, I like the idea of taking a different uh, approach to the education calendar for the year. I thought last year went pretty well, actually, uh, mm -hmm. but I think, you know, looking at that is an appropriate thing to do and figure out if we want to have something on a, a greater frequency. Um, I, I agree, though, with Trustee Zorthian that making a deeper, you know, perhaps the two would work, but uh, just doing uh, every three-month dive on quality uh, will probably, I mean, it will certainly be better than what we've done this year, but I think it won't necessarily uh, uh, provide the degree of, um, of frequency and uh, exposure to it that would that I think you originally intended when you wanted right. it to come exactly. forward. Uh, to that end, actually, uh, Mike uh, has been working uh, with the team to actually bring forth for the retreat uh, one of these ideas of talking about what quality discussions are they board level around quality and risk would actually look like and uh, the sorts of things you would hear and trying to make sure that you are prepared for that uh, so that then we can actually uh, uh, have that sort of a discussion at a full board level uh, where necessary in an open session and it not be, you know, uh, well, be something that you're prepared for and, and want to you know, be able to track, including not just doing it on an isolated sort of episodic basis where it, where it may be some cases where you need to hear about it like that, but having some sort of gross uh, dashboard where you know on an aggregate yes, to Jim's absolutely. point how things yep. are going. You know, you know, the other thing is if we, if we agree and you could pull it off to do two business meetings a month, mm -hmm. then what we can say is every month there needs to be the discussion on quality. So whether it's in the education meeting or whether it's in the business mm -hmm. meeting, mm -hmm then we need to have something on. And so then it's not quite so so episodic. We know right. that once a month there is going to be a major conversation around the quality. Yeah. And so that, that's another approach that you yeah. could take. Yeah. And, and I think, if I may, sure, uh, that would also, like, uh, as you're planning this or uh, coming up with options, we heard from our physician leaders as well that they want to have an opportunity to engage with us on mm -hmm. this process. So it's not just, you know, what's convenient to the board. We definitely want to. I remember having those conversations about sepsis reduction or harm reduction in such depth mm -hmm. in the QPSC committee, and now we don't. So w being able to, like, have a format in which 
the folks who are doing this on the ground might also be able to come in and uh, who, want, who had that forum, that intimate forum to engage with us on these things might be able to come during that education session yeah. and, you know. We can, we can work with them on that so mm-hmm. that there, there is that visibility and, and, and engagement. Um, one of the things, so I did want to say uh, that we have just to... Um, uh, um, back up your suspicion, uh, Trustee DeVries, we have occasionally used the education meeting to push through some more timely business items that need to go to. We tried to, for the fidelity of the process, minimize that because it was a perp- um, they were intended to be more of a deeper dive into whatever subject matter we were talking about, but we have done that on occasion. So, so uh, we can certainly you know, keep that flexibility as though the, you didn't establish uh, sort of full rigidity around that, and that's very helpful to us. Um, this is a small item, but I think one that I just want to kind of uh, not gloss over for the sake of we're in better times now. But the three quarterly meetings, I remember thinking the same thing when the joint meeting happened and people were saying how often we'll meet and people and actually the Board of Supervisors also wanted to say, you know, we should commit to at least three times a year. Uh, but knowing in practice, even just now, you know, we've not had one yet. So um, I would caution us to think about the fact that now because we were so gung-ho about that we put it in the bylaws and it you know it's now a point of non-compliance from the bylaw perspective so you know it's it's minor in times when things are good but you know lest we find ourselves uh, subject to another um, uh, civil grand jury <laughs> investigation and they look at you know the nature of the relationship I think they'd find a good fundamental overall relationship but if they were sticklers for saying you said you would do this you collectively said you would do this and you have not not done it you know two out of three times but, or one out right. of three times but zero out of three times and that could become a slippery slope so well, I would just kind of if you change I'm sorry Joe I didn't mean to cut you off if you change the the language in that policy that says um, it is desirable and if possible and you add those words in the commitment and the intent is we want to meet with them right. at least three times, right. and but we won't get ourselves in trouble if we don't. If yeah. we don't, yeah. So I agree. Um, There's there, that's one way of expressing a, an intent and a spirit without making it a a a, 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 a broken bylaw. Yeah, yeah. The the thing is though, as it stands right now, it's it's reflected in the bylaw, so it's not. If this would be something that if we wanted to change it, obviously bring it to their attention. Uh, and then jointly, it will require, I believe, a, a, a bylaws change, which yeah, it can would, take a but, while. But. Yeah, but I think one of the points of putting that in the bylaws was the view that if it's not in the bylaws, was not a requirement, that it wasn't going to happen. Right. That, that was well, the discussion. I, I think that the point. difficulty is, is that we're held accountable for that meeting. That's right. And it's a two-way street. And so that's not necessarily good wording if I may be so bold, to put in our bylaws when it is up to somebody else to fulfill it. Yeah. So that's why I, and, and I am not in any way casting dispersions on the supervisors because I recognize they are very busy. Mm-hmm. They've done the health committee meetings. They've done these administrative meetings. And so I think the communication has been very solid. So I want to make clear that there's no... Yeah there's no animosity sent their way. That's right. Um, but, but I'm really talking about the technicality of busy people getting together that I think it's very difficult, but if it's in our bylaws that it's our requirement, I think we, right. we run afoul. So I would, I, I would concur with that and everything you just said. I, would, I believe, I believe uh, that the bylaws uh, 
require this, you know, this uh, annual sort of board assessment of your performance. Uh, so, and, and I think that's required. Is that required to be shared with the supervisors? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I would. What I might propose is that, as a overview of your assessment, you might actually say one of the things we jointly agreed to and, and, and therefore put in the bylaws was this, uh, this uh, thrice annual meeting and uh, we might recommend that that language be revised because our ability to honor that obviously is a two-way street and we believe uh, everything you just said that there are multiple points of engagement and there have been improvements in uh, the relationship as a result of that and so uh, putting this here and then having to report that we're not doing it uh, um, is not necessarily beneficial to either side. So, and I, I think you'd need uh, support there. Just for my own clarification, did they actually request that provision? If I recall, there, there, I think there was, was yes, there was pretty uh, robust. Uh, yes, I desire. do believe that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but but if you remember, the times where we yeah. were coming. So what they were thinking was we were coming from uh, the 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 the, no the prior year and. No, no conversation or difficult. Well, a lot of conversation, but difficulty uh, in terms of both boards getting together. And I think it was an aspirational thing to say, we want to do this, and we want to put it here as a demonstration of our commitment to doing it. But quite honestly, in practice, it just has not. By the way, uh, if I could, I don't think we're at 0 for 3. You, you said we missed, but I think we, we met early in the year. Uh, since, since it was put into the bylaws, right. we haven't Which met. Was, but that was this year. No, I know. I'm saying yeah. since it was okay. put in the bylaws, I don't, I don't I know. Which was May of 2016. The meeting so, was the so meeting to discuss this being the bylaws. That's right. Uh, yeah. that, that counts. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. by the way, I also want to point out that uh, uh, several of us met with uh, with two supervisors to, to develop this package. You know, Mike, you were integral. A lot of us, you know, we, we all were having this conversation through the winter. I think we met Four Several or five times, times yeah. over the course of eight weeks, and it's pretty right. robust. And so, and I know you go to the health committee a lot. And, and so, so I had a couple thoughts. It's like, a, it's not all bad, but I do want to get back to it. Um, could we potentially propose to them that our joint meetings be, if this is workable for people, on a Tuesday, as an extension of one of their meetings when they're already there? Um, it may be difficult for us, but similarly to how we do our medical credential committee right before our business meeting, that's great for me. I mean, yeah, it's a, lo it's a long day, but we're here. And I was thinking for, our, for HR, maybe that should fall on an afternoon before the education meeting and the education meeting get bumped a little later just to make it easier for, for us to get here. I would make the same argument. Maybe there's a, a Tuesday three times a year that we could go to the board of supervisors and meet meet there they're already meeting um, if you if you want to keep it as a you and they collectively want to keep it as a joint requirement i don't i don't think there's any there's been any sort of uh barriers to when it occurred quite honestly i think we just well no there's a huge it. barrier to when it occurs it's their schedules are extremely difficult no i'm saying uh, yeah i agree with that yeah, but i'm uh, saying there wasn't any sort of restriction on it being on a tuesday so so yeah it's it's up to them to say or this is when we when it's best to occur and that that works for or, you or alternatively we could recommend maybe the uh, frequent meetings with the health committee would 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 replace the meeting with the full board if necessary, or two, two of the three could be with just the health committee. Mm -hmm. That might be easier. 
Yeah, what I, what I recall from the discussion was that they that, that the rest of the, the non-health committee sure. supervisors really did want to make sure they had some sort of yeah. regular yeah. ability to That's engage true. with the entirety of this board. But again, it's, you know, it just, it's tough to do with so many people with busy schedules. Well, we, we do have some county staff there privy to the conversation, so I'm going to smile at them and say, can you take some of these messages back? And know that it's, it's done with complete respect. It's not, we're not upset about anything. We just recognize that busy people haven't been able to do it, and we're held accountable for everybody's calendar. So um, if you could take that back. Okay, so I think we have concluded uh, this conversation about our committee structure. You're going to bring back the possibilities and a calendar, proposed calendar at the retreat. Mm -hmm. And I think we are ready, if I don't have any objection, to move to our second item. Well, well yeah, I just want to you know, clarify that there are policies and procedures, as Trustee Zorthian had alluded to, and, and you know, some of this stuff is going to be incorporated. Uh, and so to be clear, is it the idea that you want to amend the bylaws to include this uh, HR committee? I don't, I don't think they have to, right? Didn't, didn't we put in provisions that we could add committees as necessary? No. No. no, I, no. I don't I think that's the wording. Really? Well, no, we can, have, we can have ad hoc committees, but the question is, do you... Standing committees. Does this... Is this going to be created as a standing committee, or is it going to? Be no, it's created as a standing. The idea is a standing committee. So that we so do. Our bylaws. We are looking to change the bylaws to add this. Okay. I'm, so, I'm asking. That's yes, okay. I th I think I heard this group say yes. We want to change the bylaws because we do believe human resources staff, or however you want to call it, is an important element, and that's what we'd like to do. I think I think we're uniform in that. Would you like a motion? Do you, would you like a motion? No. Okay. It, it doesn't have to meet any specific amount of time, right? Only as yeah. it could be Correct. orderly even, but Correct. it would be nice to have. But it should be a standing committee, right? Yeah. yeah. In fact, when when the prior president asked if I'd serve as the HR chair, and I was worried about schedule, he said, don't worry, you won't meet that often. <laughs> and, of course, then we met every month or twice a month. Yeah. So it could be every other month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It does the board. Do we have clarity here? Uh, I think I was. I was just asking a question about would you maybe we should we sh we would to the uh, to this end like we can work with kind of what are the next steps to actually affect this as well, which would also include helping to draft a charter uh, that. You all would need to opine on whether this is effectively the, okay. the scope of what you want this committee okay. to cover. Well, and, and I'm sorry, Barry. That's please. okay. I just had the if we've had committees in the past mm -hmm. that weren't in the past bylaws, were they technically illegal committees, or a board can't well, decide to have a committee? So that's what I was. I, I thought we had created the ability for you to to uh, have that delegated um, authority, but. Um, it looks like we didn't, uh, so we'll have to, to look at that because I, w I would shudder to think that every time you change a standing committee, you needed to, yeah, to, yes, to right, change the, right. the bylaws. But, so we may but be having an attorney look at this thing as opposed to an administrator, and so we'll, we'll move the attorney to the side and have the administrator <laughs> interpret. <laughs> Uh, he, he didn't even. He, he didn't, didn't even blink. He didn't even 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think we can, we can, we can look well, at that. Yeah. We'll, we'll draft a charter and uh, probably start as a basis, or if we can pull up what was a former um, scope for the HR committee and, okay. and okay. craft and if you need, if you need some one of us to sit with you and, and help you through that, I'm sure we can get some volunteers. So. Okay. 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 Uh, Any questions for you? Are you, are you okay, Mr. Moy? Mm -hmm. We can move on? Yep. Okay. All right, then let's move to, uh, we're going to uh, move into closed session. Yes. And closed session is going to be in the uh, conference room. So thank you all for attending, and we'll be back shortly. Well, probably an hour. <laughs> and we are moving into closed session uh, for public employee performance evaluation, specifically the CEO. So thank you. Uh, the board met in closed session uh, to evaluate uh, employee performance of uh, Del Vecchio fin Finley. Um, there was no action taken uh, other than to um, compliment him on what we believe has been an outstanding job in his first year as our CEO. Um, I think that's the end. Okay, any other public comment? No additional comment. Thank you. Then the meeting is adjourned.